Welcome to the Salvatry Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. I hope you are all having a great start to your Tuesday, whether it's the morning, the afternoon, whatever it might be. Appreciate you being here. We have a four-game NBA slate to break down on New Year's Eve today. So happy New Year's if I do not see you at the at the ball drop. I'm probably not going to, but hopefully at that time, you're securing up some winnings in the NBA. Uh, personally, last night was my best night of the NBA in probably a year's time. Woke up to a couple of first-place finish binks, so that was good to see. Yes, I, I do go to bed before these games end, and I saw that there was a possible sweat, but... Man, I was tired from getting up at like 4 or 4.30 in the morning and also knowing the next day was New Year's Eve and probably did not want to stay up late because then I'd be going to bed at like 8, 9 o'clock on New Year's Eve and that's not a good look. So, uh, yeah, exciting day last night. Excited to get right back in the streets when that happens and get to the four-game slate. So, yeah, there's more games on the slate, a couple of showdowns early on. Some other sites, Fantasy Draft, FanDuel, I haven't really looked yet. They might be promoting six, seven-game slates. I think there's six or seven. We'll look at the target offense sheet total. But on DraftKings, it's just a four-game main slate starting at 7 o'clock. I appreciate you being here once again. Hit that subscribe button. Shared yesterday. My goal is before the end of January, really before the Super Bowl, to hit 20,000 subscribers. I wrote that down yesterday on one of my goals lists for 2020, so I really do appreciate that. If you do hit the subscribe button, thank you for being here. You can follow me on my social medias, Instagram. I will be releasing exclusive content. Once we hit 2,000 followers over on Instagram, or a little around 100 away, I'll release whatever day that is, all of my Patreon content, including NBA projections. So thank you. I do have NBA projections over on Patreon. You can hit um, the button down below, and I'll link one up above once we get over to my early interests to check out my Patreon projections. And DFS Golf content was started on the channel yesterday. I'll start babbling. Happy New Year's Eve to everybody out there. Let's get into the slate. I'm going to filter this quickly. It might already, yeah, it already is filtered. Oh, uh, maybe not. It looked like it was filtered, but I'm going to filter this quickly by team. Um, if you're on the audio version, how those ears doing? I saw somebody uh, wrote to me in the comments saying that they listen on their way to work every morning. So hopefully your, your day at work today on Tuesday, maybe you're not working, but hopefully it goes well if you are. Maybe it's a short shift. But Kevin Love today for Cleveland is probable with a hit. This impacts Larry Nance Jr. Kevin Love's been balling out. I mean, they've been competitive in games, and even when they're not, they've been leaving him in a little bit longer longer. He's getting to play 32 to 35 minutes as of late, which is just dropping repeatedly 40 to 50 point games. And that makes sense when you're the type of fantasy point producer that he is, when you're getting over a 23% usage rate, over a 20% rebounding rate, when your block trade is up, um, your, your offensive rebounding is also up there. So playing now 30.6 minutes per game, but as of late, it's been 32 to all the way up to 35. For Dallas, a couple injuries, main ones here, Luka Dantich, questionable with a wrist and a back. This is actually a really questionable tag on him. It's not just uh, questionable, we're going to rule him questionable because he's been out. It seems like this is somewhat of a, a tweak to the injury, but Jalen Brunson, Seth Curry, Christoph Porzingis, DeLon Wright, you can keep naming everybody out there. Tim Hardaway Jr., if he plays, all these guys see bumps, uh, everybody at, at all different positions because of Luka being the leading rebounder, assist guy, and point scorer on the entire team. He does everything, so keep an eye on that. The two biggest stars in the slate in terms of DraftKings pricing are going to be questionable today. Tim Hardaway Jr. at $5,200 is also questionable for Dallas with a hamstring. DeLon Wright, Jalen Brunson, all those guards would be impacted. For Denver, Gary Harris is probable now with a shim. That hurts Monty Morris, uh, Malik Beasley, um, all those guys, Torrey Craig, all of them. Paul Millsap is going to be out, though, so that helps Jeremy Grant, whose DraftKings has priced low, even though he's going to play around 30 minutes today. It also helps Mason Plumley. D'Angelo Russell, so Golden State is, is is what's just going to cause headaches for everybody today, including myself, on this four-game slate, but it'll also probably open up a lot of value, and maybe some bad value, maybe some good value. So D'Angelo Russell already ruled out for tomorrow with an illness. This helps Alec Burks, uh, Damian Lee, probably the most. Kai Bowman as well, though, but Kai Bowman is also questionable for today. 
with an illness. So Damian uh, or D'Angelo Russell is out with this illness. It probably also helps the bigs, though, depending on what happens with Kai Bowman. Because if Kai Bowman doesn't play today due to an illness and his whole team is, is ill because also you have Willie Cauley-Stein out with an illness, if Kai Bowman doesn't play, you might see Draymond Green back at the point guard position, which he is still point guard eligible, which then just opens up more time for the bigs like Eric Pascal. So the news that D'Angelo Russell is out can be a lot bigger than just the guards, especially if Kai Bowman's out because then Draymond Green, who instead of would be starting at a four position or a five, probably the four, is going to then start at the one, which opens up a ton more minutes for the bigs. Willie Cauley-Stein is out, so even more minutes for the bigs. Amari Spellman probably gets impacted. He's going to play in this one. He's been dealing with some sort of injuries, but he's off the injury report now. But he hasn't been playing, not because of the injuries. They're just DMPing the guy, but they're going to need him now because there's no Willie Cauley-Stein. Uh, Marquise Chris should probably get the start at the five. He's probably going to be one of the chalkiest, if not the chalk on DraftKings, and it makes sense. I think it's okay. And Kevon Looney is going to be out as well, so really a lot of minutes to go around. When you have Looney and, Amar- and Willie Cauley-Stein out, you're losing, on average, there around 45 minutes of bigs play. Uh, and then you also take out D'Angelo Russell, which is another 32 minutes or so, um, 31.4 per game of play as well. Uh, Eric Pascal is probably with a hip injury. And then I talked about uh, Kai Bowman, the, the G League point guard um, from a couple week, a couple months back at this point who came up, played well. He's questionable with an illness. He's only 3,100. These guys are all dirt cheap, right? Um, especially Bowman. If Bowman was to play and start at the point guard position, you have confidence in him at 3,100. He would be a really huge chalk piece. If he was to not start today and there's a lot of chalk on him, well, then I would dump that right away because there's a good chance he might play no minutes. So Kai Bowman um, is interesting at 3,100. We'll talk about those interests in a second, but man, this slate is crazy. It's just wild when you have the two biggest stars who are questionable, and then you have everything on Golden State pretty much out today. Uh, It can be hard to project the minutes, but I think we'll find a lot of value. For Houston, yes, James Harden is honestly dirt cheap. Denver's a tough matchup for sure, but 10-5 is too cheap for James Harden in any matchup, especially on a four-game slate, Uh, but he is questionable today with the toe injury. Russell Westbrook would see the biggest bump, would be the best pay-up option on the slate if indeed James Harden is out. In my opinion, Daniel Haas Jr. would be viable if Harden is out. Otherwise, 5,600 seems steep for this matchup and his skill set. Austin Rivers, Ben McLemore, they would all see bumps. Clint Capella being out, or he, he was out in the last game. You saw Isaiah Hardenstein just go off for a 40-point performance. Uh, Capella is questionable with a heel today. A much tougher matchup for Harstein, who is priced up. So even if Capella is out, I don't think Harstein is just a lock, right? A really difficult matchup against um, Jokic. There is no Millsap today, so a little bit easier. But even if you put in Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, whoever it might be, that's still length there for Denver. Um, P.J. Tucker, Russell Westbrook would also see bumps if Capella is out. Westbrook in the rebounding department. Same thing for P.J. Tucker picking up more backup center minutes. And then for OKC to close out the slate, so a lot of injury news on this four-game slate. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is questionable with an ankle. Uh, that helps SGA's minutes. Terrence Ferguson probably would start in place of him. Uh, Deontay Burton, if he's even available for this game. Danilo Gallinari is also questionable with an ankle. Also helps Jesse, SGA's pa- fantasy point-per-minute production when he's off the court. Terrence Ferguson, Baisley might start directly in his place. That's what we've seen in the past. And then Steven Adams. So lots of injury news, all of Golden State, really, and throwing things uh, for a loop, and then you also have to be tracking Luca and James Harden today, two most expensive players in the slate. Here's the target offense sheet. So I went through, and there are indeed seven games today total, but only four on the DraftKings main slate. There's a little black bar in the middle of this, and you can see it right there above my head behind me, and that is just separating the games. So below that is all the games that start at seven, and then there's three seven o'clock games and an eight o'clock game tonight. Those will be the games that I will be focusing on in my early interests. But if you want to play the games above that, whether there's a bigger seven-game slate on another site or some showdown slates, right? You have two 3 p.m. games. I think there's a two-game two slate. You can see there I put the pace numbers, the Vegas totals, uh, the, um, the defense versus position statistics for right now, just as a quick glance for you to look at. So you can screenshot that. This also comes over on Patreon along with my projections. 
in my values and my interest pool on Patreon. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time here. I will just call out that San Antonio does have a 115.25 highest team implied total on the four game slate against this banged up and, and really just sick since they all have illnesses. Golden State team, San Antonio comes in as 10 and a half point favorites. That's a nice spot to target a lot of San Antonio guys, which we will. Golden State on the opposite side, 104.75, second lowest team implied total. Even with all these guys out, their main producers in terms of D'Angelo Russell being out, Willie Cauley-Stein coming on as of late, um, obviously just stepped the entire season so far for the most part. Even then, Cleveland still has a point less implied with Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, all their Colin Sexton, all their guys healthy. Crazy how bad Cleveland is, especially on the defensive end. Second highest implied total is Toronto today against that Cleveland team because they continue to be historically bad for a second straight year. Toronto has a nine and a half point favorite with a 113.25 team implied total today. So Toronto, San Antonio, the two highest projected teams on the slate, they're projected to also win these games by around double digits. The final two games are actually really nice. A one point favorite for Houston over Denver leads me to believe that James Harden is going to play today based on that Vegas total. One point uh, favorites for Houston. To 18 and a half game total. And then in the final game, you have OKC and Dallas. OKC's a one point favorite, which leads me to believe that Luka's not going to be playing, but uh, maybe that's how much they value it. Um, maybe either way, maybe if Luka doesn't play, OKC becomes six point favorites. Maybe this is already built in. I don't know, but I don't think OKC would be a one point favorite. Um, with uh, maybe they would be uh, it depends on what the Gallo injuries look like but maybe they would be maybe they are the better team outside of that Luca really is this whole entire team's force but even down to 219 and a half team total so all these team totals are really close I don't think there's a game that you can turn to and go hmm I want to smash and, and play like four of the guys in this one five of the guys in this one unless you're trying to project blowouts because the highest team total is 220 today or game total is 220 and the lowest is 217 there's no severe differences, right? So I think that either way, you're going to be getting similarly uh, projected scores based on Vegas, if you're factoring that in, which you should to your projections, and I do. Similar things can be said for the pace, not a lot of the pace. Highest is 104.5, lowest is about 102. No major differences there. 103 is about the average in the league. So all these games are going to be playing around league average and pace. And they're all similar game totals, so it's very unique. Uh, at this point, it's just find the best value, get the best studs. I think it's a pay-up spot. The mid-range is, is pretty good, but it's also pretty weak when you go up to the 7 and 8K range. The 6, 5, 4K range is pretty good. So I think you find the value. You hope that one of these studs in Harden and Lucas suits up so that you can pay for them, and you go from there. That's where the strategy looks like today. Early interest, speaking of that. So you see at my top, I have all the I have the, I have the top four or three most expensive players today, I believe, with Luca Harden and Russell Westbrook. But here, there's nuances to it. Um, if indeed all three of these guys are, or two of the guys are in and Harden and Dantich, I like Harden more than Dantich for $1,100 savings. It's nothing against Luca; He's fantastic as well. But you're giving me that cheap of a Harden. I like it. If Luca was to go on a four-game slate, I don't know, Harden be 40% and Luka only be like 17% on. Well, then, yeah, it's a pretty easy switch for me if you're playing one lineup to get to Luka. If there's no James Harden today, that's where Russell Westbrook at 9,600 becomes the play. If there is Harden today, and this is a little bit nuanced, but if Harden is in today, I want Harden over Russell Westbrook. So Westbrook's on there in yellow because I only want him if Harden is out. And then if Harden is out, you probably should guarantee yourself to be getting a lot of Russell Westbrook because at 9,600, he would end up being probably about $2,000 mispriced without Harden in there. So um, Harden, if he plays, I like him over Luka. If Harden is out, I like Westbrook over Luka, but I think you might be able to get to both Westbrook and Luka. That's the top three. Kyle Lowry at 8,800. I think he goes unnoticed a little bit based on the price point being up there. Um, look, he's facing a terrible Cleveland team. He's 8,800. That's expensive, but still no Siakam, still no Norman Powell, still no Marc Gasol. Gasol was coming in questionable, but I believe um, there's really no report. They said that he would be out a couple weeks, and it's every day they put him as questionable, then they rule him out. So I think that'll happen again, but it's a fine matchup for him. 
$8,800, he has to get you to 43 fantasy points or so to kind of pay that off for you. I'm really liking Kyle Lowry because I think he might go unnoticed and go lower owned today for a guy who is averaging without Siakam on the floor, close to 1.3 fantasy points per minute, a little bit above it, close to a 30% usage rate. It's a good spot for Lowry. Um, potential trade candidate. We'll see what happens. I don't think they move him this year, but $8,800 is a strong price. Christoph Porzingis is in yellow. I'm only paying 7800 against Steven Adams today if Luka Dantage is out. And if Luka's out, 7800 is a steal price. I imagine he'll become really chalky, but I like the guys below him even better, um, or just as much even better if Luka's in. LaMarcus Aldridge, 7600 against the backups today of Golden State. Aldridge will be going up against Marquez, Marquise Chris, maybe Amari Spellman, probably some Eric Pascal. That's a really good spot for Aldridge, who's been hot as of late. He, on a four-game slate, is probably four or $500 on their price. Kevin Love has been balling out when he plays. He's probable today. He's going to have a slightly difficult matchup, but not as bad as usual with no Siakam out there or Gasol. It's just Serge Ibaka probably all the time that he's out there for the most part. But Ibaka will be primarily focusing on Tristan Thompson, if I had to imagine, leaving Kevin Love with a little bit more size over guys like whoever they start at the four tonight. Uh, probably OG Ananobi for a lot of that game. So I like Kevin Love at 7,500 today. The guy is just up there in rebounding rates, 23.2% usage rate in a game that is average league pace. Lowest team total on the slate, that's not great. So yeah, I don't. I would rank it in this range if Luka is in, LaMarcus Aldridge, Kevin Love, and then Porzingis. If Luka is out, Porzingis, Aldridge, and Love in that order. DeMar DeRozan, look, we talked about it, the highest team implied total on the slate. That's a big reason I like Aldridge too, but I also like DeMar DeRozan's there. I do prefer Aldridge to DeRozan. Aldridge is just a power forward slash center, primarily a center as of late, whereas DeMar DeRozan is functioning primarily as a small forward slash shooting guard this entire season, and he's one that doesn't shoot three-pointers. Like, he doesn't. Go look at his statistics. He has like seven three-point attempts on the entire season. It was something that they talked about last year with him as well, and now he just doesn't do it at all. I recall because back in the day when I would play my cousin in NBA 2K, I loved DeMar DeRozan because he's so good at driving. That's his whole game. In some mid-range jump shots, he is terrible at three-point shooting. I thought I just sucked at the game. He just sucks at three-point shooting. So 7,100, aside from that story, is okay against Golden State today because even if he does not shoot any threes and he's just going to continue to drive, who is stopping him from driving? Who? They're down the top two centers, right? They might put Draymond at the one now, and that just leaves the paint open even more. So, yeah, DeMar DeRozan, if he's going to be driving against Eric Pascal, Glenn Robinson, Marcus Chris, I think that's a very good spot for DeRozan. SGA at 7,000, I would prefer DeRozan over, but if ownership is wildly different, then just go easily to SGA. They'll project out very similar for me. He's been coming on as of late because his minutes have just been up, right? Instead of playing his 32-33, he's been playing 35-36, and when that happens, and his average now for the season is 35.3, when that happens, he doesn't have to do as much as a fantasy point per minute producer to pay it off for you. So at 7K, if you're going to play 35-36 minutes without potentially no Gallo today, without potentially no shooter, maybe get up to 37-38 minutes in a way, um, that's a really good spot for him, especially if Luke is not out there. It might turn into a blow up um, it's a one point spread right now but it's even easier just to move around if you're SGA you might see some Luka defense Will Barton at 64 I actually like that a lot Will Barton usually goes under owned because he's just priced properly like he's priced at 64 some games he'll give you 32 and that's just meh and then a lot of the games he'll give you as my alarm goes off a lot of the games will give you 40, 45 because he's just a pure scorer. And I like this. There's no Paul Millsap. So putting Jeremy Grant on the court is just a, a less score first type of guy. Millsap really isn't either, but Millsap will score a little bit more. So I think the correlation there from his own team is a little bit lower. It leads to a little bit more Will Barton upside. Gary Harris being out there honestly helps Will Barton. Like that Gary Harris is probably starting next to him because Gary Harris just doesn't do much. If Monte Morris is out there, Monte Morris will drive and shoot the ball. So 
I think this is the perfect situation for Will Barton with the starters that are out there outside of like Jokic or Jamal Murray being hurt, right? But the questionable tags on Gary Harris and Millsap, I think both went in the favor of Barton. Damian Lee at 6,200. It seems expensive, but it's really not. No D'Angelo Russell, maybe no Kai Bowman, but even if Bowman's in, you're going to get Damian Lee for 20-something shot attempts today in 32 to 34 minutes. I mean, 6,200 is, is a steal price on him, in my opinion, for a shooting guard, small forward eligible player. Draymond Green, a very questionable on. He plays San Antonio. They are in a potential get a blown out spot, 10 and a half point spread. He's 6,100. He might play 32 minutes. He might play 25 minutes today. Who knows? They don't care about this game with all these guys being ruled out. He might start at the one. He might start at the four. He might start at the five. I don't know what happens with Draymond today. I really want to see what the lineup says, but if he becomes like the most popular player on the slate or like a top three or four player on the slate, it's easy, in my opinion, to fade him. Not because I don't think he's good, but you don't know what's going to happen. People are going to put in a 28, 30-minute projection, and there's a good chance he plays 25, 26 minutes today, even if the game stays close, because they just don't care. They're ruling everybody out today. Um, it's not a spot, and also, you don't know where he's going to start we, until right before the game starts, so it's a really tricky situation to try and project Draymond today. He'll project out nicely because of the price point, but if his ownership is overwhelming, there's so many other guys. Damian Lee on his own team that you feel more secure about. Will Barton, I'd rather start. Guys below him in price that I'd rather start. So if that's an ownership stance that I'm willing to get away from. DeShante Murray at 5,900, playing a stable about 28 minutes per game now in this great matchup against Golden State. Uh, yeah, I like all the Spurs. I ranked the Spurs today, Aldridge, DeRozan, and DeJounte Murray in that order, but I like them all. I'll have all of them. Alec Burks, 5,300. Alec Burks becoming quickly the poor man's Damian Lee on his own team. Um, this is what uh, Alec Burks was Damian Lee before Damian Lee came back from injury. He was just chucking 20 shots a game. But with no D'Angelo Russell, there's another 24 shots a game to go around. So at 5,300, I think he's going to soak up. I mean, if he's normally shooting at this point, eight, 10 times a game with Damian Lee out there. He's probably going to be shooting 15 to 20 times in this one, Alec Burke. So 5,300. I prefer Damian Lee, but that's a nice price point, especially if he goes under-owned. I put PJ Tucker. It's sort of like orange on my sheet. It probably seems similar to the yellow that you all are seeing, but it is orange on my sheet, a tint of orange. Because I get it. You've played him the last three games. No Harden, no Westbrook. And he's done absolutely nothing. Isaiah Harnstein comes in. He dominates. Um, Eric Gordon comes back in the last game on a 22 minutes limit. He plays really well. So PJ Tucker at 4,700. He's on this sheet. And it's a tough matchup. Do not feel obligated to play him. Um, at $4,700, his usage rate is terrible. His rebounding rate went up by like 2, 2.5% for me, or 2.5x for me in that last game, and not much change. So I'm going to continue to put Tucker on here because he's going to continue to play 36 to 38 minutes. And this is what Tucker does. He will score you 15 to 16 fantasy points in some games. But then when he knocks down the three corner threes, he will score you 25 to 30. And at 4700 on a four-game slate, it's valuable. So yes, I get it. He's been disgusting. He's burned your money for the last two or three games. You probably don't want to go back to him. Neither do I, but he will be in my player pool because it's a four-game slate and he's 4,700. And not many guys at 4,700 will be playing 38 minutes tonight. Jeremy Grant is already going to start for Paul Millsap, I imagine. Millsap already ruled out. 4,600 for a guy going to play 30 minutes in this matchup, especially if Clint Capella was to miss in this one, so an easier just um, play around the basket. That's a great spot. I like that a lot. I mean, the guy's averaging close to a um, 30 minutes per game without Millsap this year, close to a 20% usage rate, close to a 20% rebounding rate. It's good It's good stuff. Michael Porter Jr. actually started in the last game. Uh, with Gary Harris back, I don't know if he'll start in this one. He's 4,500. 4, if you see Michael Porter, Porter Jr. starting again, just grab some of him. He's a fun player. He's a fun player to root for after his injuries, but also for DFS purposes, he's cheap on a four-game slate. He will produce in so many different avenues, really all of them, assists, rebounds, scoring, and he will drive. Marquise Chris probably becomes a chalk today, similar with Kai Bowman if he's going to be ruled active. Chris is 4,100. I would imagine he plays a minimum of 26 minutes today, probably closer to 28 to 30. He's a fantasy point per minute plus type of guy, 20% usage guy when he's out there, 20 plus percent rebounding. He has blocks upside. Um, he is not a good real life player, 
but the the they're down three to four to five bigs or players and starters on this on this uh, Golden State team today alone based on illness and some injuries. If he starts at the five or even the four for some reason, he's going to play a lot of minutes and he's going to be a good play at forty one hundred. He literally has to get you like. 20 even if with high ownership 24 to 25 fantasy points to be needed he's probably going to do that more times than not tonight by a wide margin i think he's okay i think he's something you don't fade the ownership on unless it's like 80 percent, 70 percent. kai bowman similar things can be said if he's starting at the point guard position at 3100 dollars today he's going to probably play a bare minimum of like 24 minutes with the upside of 35 so uh, 3100 is hard to ignore if he's active but not starting i'd be very worried because we've seen it a couple times this year that they just start Draymond at the one they could rotate in alec burks damian lee glenn robinson and then you end up having kai bowman i don't think jordan pulls on the team anymore but then you end up having kai bowman play zero to like 12 minutes and he's like 60% on in this slate. So I'm only starting Bowman if he starts at the point guard position. That's where I'm at right now. These are currently 18, 19 players that I have interest in. I have a lot more on my Patreon. I'll link up the projections right now. They're also linked up down below if you want to check them out with my social medias. Before you leave, hit the subscribe button on the audio version. I want to get to a thousand subscribers over there on the podcast by the end um, of January. That's a goal of mine. We're about 77% of the way there now, so 770. So hit that subscribe button. It takes a couple seconds. And also hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel here. I want to get to 20,000 by the end of January before the Super Bowl starts. So thank you so much. Really appreciate you all tuning in. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.